0: Some shots of vodka, some hot sauce, a cube of chicken bouillon, and a sniff of poppers. What's that? A disaster, child. It's the Gay Army. Cheers to a Girls Weekend. It's legendary. And perfect for anybody. This is Cheers to a Girls Weekend with the Gay Army. With Joey C and Shaquemie O'Neal. Cheers to a girl's weekend. And so it is. And so it is. And so, it is. And
1: so it is. Welcome to hey. the show and we're back. Joey C. and Shakimi O'Neal. It's cheers to a girl's weekend. weekend. And so it is. Yes. My copy keeps autocorrecting Shakimi O'Neal to Shakimi Onion. <laughs> So I just wanted to point that out, Corona. Okay, <laughs> our special, gu- our special guest, Shadia, who's
0: yeah!
1: <laughs> our voiceover.
0: <laughs> Hello. Yeah. Will you give
1: us a cheers to a girls' weekend? Just
0: cheers so- to a girls' weekend. Will you
1: do? What's the other one that she does? Uh, Cha. <laughs> So good. We're so happy to have you here. So like, first and foremost, like, I don't want to, you know, start things off on a somber note, but we have to say thank you to Jimmy Karma, who was our producer. Mm -hmm. So any audio that you hear on the show ever belonged to him and with his permission, I mean, he gifted it to us to use it. And so we want to dedicate the episode to him. So Shadia, we know that you have a secret project on the way sometime soon yes will you shout out your socials before we chat about how you and I met
0: definitely um, Instagram is what I'm using mostly at everyday is Catterday is my Instagram and Twitter Shadia Crespo, and I just joined TikTok so you can follow me there too you pussy popping on TikTok <laughs> um, bet she is <laughs>
1: So we're excited about having you here because I've been a fan of yours for a long time.
0: I'm y- a fan of y'all. Oh. I love the gay army. Dang. Well,
1: you are one of us now. You're a soldier. Yes. So I was a fan because I heard you on a radio station that you used to be at. We should give them a name. So we okay. Can refer, what, what do we call it?
0: I'm a hoteria.
1: We should like the Like we got to give it like.
0: When I worked at the hotel. <laughs>
1: did you like? Did you like your experience there, or are we giving it like, you're like no? <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know what? Um, it was an experience. <laughs> okay, okay. It was okay. an experience.
1: So I was a fan of the city of San Antonio, and that's where I heard you oh, on yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah. And I, well, you were great. I like your party girl voice. That's probably my favorite thing about you.
0: Aw, thanks. So we. I just love San Antonio. So anytime that. I mean, I've been in two stations in the city already. And anytime that I'm on the air here, I just, you know, give my all to the city. I love it. I think that... It's a party.
1: Yeah, but I think you're a party. (laughs) I I really mean that. And I think that every time you open your mouth, that's what we're getting, you know? (laughs) That's why as soon as you walked in, I'm like, oh, tell me about your outfit.
0: (laughs) I'm wearing a literal boyfriend's Uh, (laughs) t-shirt. Like. And I'm wearing a, a very antique bracelet from like 1880s.
1: But it's like the sisterhood of the traveling bracelet, right?
0: Oh, yeah. I have I wore this <laughs> <laughs> bracelet um, in my second we- marriage, my second wedding. And then I had a friend wear it at her wedding. And I had another friend wear it at her wedding, and we're all divorced now. Oh. <laughs> I, I believe it's the bracelet. It's got to be. It's, it's the divorce bracelet. But why the divorce bracelet? I, it's, isn't it cute? It's, it's <laughs> really cute, yeah.
1: and it matches your manicure. Like, and you know what?
0: Record. Sometimes I just feel like wearing it. Um, I don't know if I'll wear it at my next wedding. Uh, <laughs> you probably, yeah, maybe,
1: no, that's not uh-huh. a good idea. Do you want another actual wedding?
0: I don't, um, but the person that I'm with um, would want oh, and is like, you can't rob me of that. <laughs> yeah, but well, did you get like
1: your dress moment and your flower moment and your family? Did you get all of the, the wedding, traditional I, wedding moments?
0: I did, yeah, yeah. I did, totally did. Um, but, you know, it's different when it's with someone else and it's a different vibe, so... True. I mean, if, you know, if that person wants it.
1: We're just going to call him that person, right? Because when you left, you <laughs> said not to say his name?
0: Uh, yeah. I was walking out the door and he was like, whatever you do, don't say my name. Like, he don't even listen to podcasts. He's I so, like that
1: person. <laughs> uh-huh, we like that person so much. He's so cute. And he's so attentive to you, you know? He everywhere. loves you guys
0: a lot. Aww. Like He's like, he knows... You know what? He's like a bullshit detector, and uh, he knows mm. when someone's just a good person. So he's like, uh, those yeah, are good people. Yeah.
1: We were hoping he'd be here because, like, Charlie's here. Hey, yeah, shout out to can. Charlie. We yeah. have a live hey. studio oh, audience. We were hoping that your person would your be person. here. <laughs> <laughs> so that we, would so we would have a, like a live studio, yeah. like actual <laughs> audience. It. So when we first met physically, because I approached you to do the imaging for uh, the podcast. When we first met you physically, it was at Breast Monkey
0: yes we. you're saying
1: yes but I tell you the story all the time and you're like I do not remember
0: <laughs> I, I do remember being at Brass Monkey with you you were on the mic so I like honestly we met online we met through yeah. IG just to, like, you know, connect with another radio person that, yeah. you know. And the radio
1: world is so small. We're all connected. Yeah, As for so sure. When somebody gets laid off or when somebody goes through some kind of um, come up or trauma, we all witness it because we're all connected. Yeah. yeah. So that was the original connection. But I made it a point to come and see you.
0: And I was like, yes, meet me. I'll say Mary Strip.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It, was, it was a party. Well, you're at the party. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Your person <laughs> drove you home. 'Cause you were pussy popping to DJ Laz, but I you, I don't know that you remember that, do you?
0: <laughs> I don't <laughs> but it yeah. sounds like something I would do. It was
1: yeah, that's <laughs> Oh, Yeah, yeah that it comes was on Hands on I'll your knees. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: You know, I was, I, I was and grinding. I was raised in Miami, so I just want to say that
1: <laughs> it's That's like the, something you the, do the, when you blame, you're blame on Miami. it on <laughs> Miami. It's
0: what explain everything. She's like that I am. The pussy
1: pop and blame it on Miami. The corona blame it on and China. So. <laughs> so, but I remember him driving you home and I was like, "Oh, this guy, you know, is, is taking care of her. You seem happy."
0: Yes, I am happy.
1: I feel like with your upcoming surprise and with your person and just your vibe that you're I mean, how do you upgrade your life now? I feel like you have it all.
0: Well, you know, um, sometimes you, you never know like what someone is going through like 24 seven. Right. Mm. Of course it might look like, Oh, everything's perfect, but I don't have my family here. Like I miss them. And sometimes I feel like I don't have it all. You know what I mean? So it's a balance.
1: We're Um, your family now.
0: Yes, for sure. (laughs) Look at me. (laughs) Look at me. Mommy. (laughs) <laughs> but I think just like feeling thankful and as yeah. cheesy as that sounds, helps me so much. I'm so thankful all the time. Aww. But you have that
1: connection to Kimmy. Both of you hail from.
0: We're both from Panama. Both from
1: I was gonna say you hail from the jungle, just because.
0: <laughs> just because. <laughs> Yo soy la más bonita de la jungla. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I love that you were able to connect with him because you yeah. have that in common, and 100%. Yeah,
0: you know, Panamanians. Look up the population. There's not many of us. There's no. more people in San Antonio. Okay. So I was actually at
1: Lowe's <laughs> the other day, but I saw a Panamanian, uh, a lady with the Panamanian flag, parked right next to me, and I wrote down my windows. All like, you want to be cousins? Like,
0: Yo soy de Panamá también. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Yeah, yeah, like, yes. The fuck? But she thought, like, I, hola, mijo.
1: It's a tribe. It, it is, it a, is, it, it is 100%. 100%. a tribe. It is a tribe. Can we circle back around to you dancing to DJ Les? Because you would compete <laughs> yes. with him uh, ratings wise. No, if I remember correctly.
0: I didn't compete with him. We were on the same station.
1: Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. We were on the
0: same station. I used to do middays on Power 96, and he did afternoons. Uh-huh. And then I think I that happened. Was like for three years that I was doing middays, he was doing afternoons, and then they moved him to mornings.
1: Tell us the story about him telling you that uh, he was big in Texas.
0: Oh, um, oh. so he would always oh. tell me. So you know, growing up with Laz, I started radio real young, and I was just with DJ Laz all the time. Like I would do, I would go to him to look at the live broadcasts and see how they were doing. So I would do my live broadcasts like his, you know, booty contests and all hey. for real. <laughs> and um, you know. He would always be like, I'm really big in Texas. Like, I sell out concerts. And in Miami, you see him on a Saturday Night Live broadcast, like, regular.
1: Doing a remote at a freaking Walmart.
0: <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't forget to pick like, up his like, mic. He's like, three, 12 bucks for 10 bucks uh, Endorsed by Fabuloso. <laughs> I love it. No. <laughs> I like, would I like a Fabuloso endorsement, by the it. way. It's true. <laughs> 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 but um, he would be like I sell out shows yeah. and then I moved here to Texas I started off a station a long time ago Yeah. and he came and he sold out a concert yeah. and I was like that okay
1: was, he was the king of quinceaneras oh like, my god yeah he wow. still does oh it's cause it's like he iconic. still comes
0: through and yeah. people love going to see DJ Laz yeah and
1: it ha- his music has the same effect as like when you hear suavemente oh, yeah. or oh. a- the beginning of a Selena song it's the same it's like this cultural he embedded it into the DNA the consciousness of the Latino people, for sure. Yeah. You hear the first few licks and you know it's Gucci.
0: You're like, all right, I'm going to put my hands on my knees now. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> right,
1: let's go. <laughs> but I feel like so cool to get to work with him, whether like you have, you had to have learned something.
0: Definitely how he handles a crowd <laughs> and everybody wants to be around him. He has yeah. an aura to him, yeah. you know, that just attracts people and makes people feel good. Even if you're just walking by and he sees you, you know? and i think that that's important he does like feel a little bit more like a celebrity than i do you know what i mean like of course he has music out and stuff yeah and i don't feel like that at all you know and but he knows he's a celebrity so he has that like
1: it's because radio is the perfect amount of celebrity you can go and people will recognize your voice and they'll give you free food or free kimmy used to go to capone's and get his hair cut all the time (laughs) he was never (laughs) <laughs> Kimmy was never even on the air. Uh-huh. And he would go get a free haircut. <laughs> but, you know, nobody's following you home or anything like that. For I think sure. that, you know, with radio, they can be intrusive, like, in, um, like, relationships or invade your privacy if you're not in the mood. But you know the drill. Like, there's times where you're having a fucking bad day and you have to deliver the goods. Yeah. But his level, I think, is, is one up. Where, where For sure. He, where For people sure. want the autograph and they intend to keep it. Not yeah. like with us. They're like, <laughs> please sign this. <laughs> and then you see it at the Goodwill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a little different. For a dollar? <laughs> it's a, oh, man. <laughs> slightly, slightly different. So this was in Miami?
0: This was in Miami, yeah.
1: But you've also done other markets like?
0: I've worked in San Francisco.
1: Mm-hmm. I worked
0: in Chicago. What
1: station in San Francisco?
0: I worked um, for Clear Channel, but I was a part-timer for The Cluster. Mm-hmm. So all the stations. Like yeah. the R&B station. Um, R&B is huge in San Francisco. Yeah. Um,
1: I worked in Santa Rosa, so we would bleed a little bit in the San oh, okay. Francisco. I wanted to be on Wild 94.9. Yes, that, that, yeah, that was the one. Yeah, of course. That was the
0: one. But that didn't last long. It lasted like four months. Yeah. Um, but either way, I really loved... I always told myself, like, my dream is to work in San Francisco. So even though it didn't work out and I had to go, I still feel like I fulfilled that dream. You
1: did. You worked.
0: Yeah, I worked. You worked. In San Francisco. That's how I worked. <laughs> I didn't say how long. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I,
1: I tracked in Austin one time, which was a goal oh, of mine. Remember, yeah. I'm like, did it. Let's did go. It. Oh. <laughs> <Get out laughs> I got a key to the building. <laughs> I yeah. ran in and I worked. I got Bye. an offer
0: for Chicago and I took it because living in San Francisco is tough. It's really expensive.
1: It, so San Francisco, I don't know if this is uh, still holds true, but I think it's only seven miles by seven miles, mm-hmm. and I think that that compromises the way that the economy functions. Whoa. I mean, milk is expensive, yeah. like it's not it's not a normal city by any means for sure. No. um, why was San Francisco the goal?
0: It was just a top market, but it wasn't New York, and I didn't want to go to New York. yeah, um, so you know, San Francisco now is is top goals top market, you know yeah. so it's um. I think that's why it was because it was top, and I'm like, I want to yeah. be on top. <laughs> I want to be the bottom. <laughs> How
1: was your experience in Chicago?
0: I love, love, love Chicago. It's a beautiful city, gorgeous. I love that I didn't have to drive anywhere. Mm-hmm. The station was a couple blocks away. Would walk there. Definitely too cold for me. I'm a tropical girl. They, it's okay. super windy. You feel it in your bones. It's so cold. Ooh, but mm-hmm. I met amazing so
1: people. You and I were chatting about how like um well house music that runs through my, my blood, you know. Yes. But like I, I love seeing those videos in Chicago where they set up at lunchtime and people are out just having a good time.
0: Anytime oh, that yeah. you can be outside in Chicago, people take advantage of it because yeah. it's so cold most of the year mm. that people stay indoors.
1: From Chicago, you ended up in San Antonio?
0: Yes. Well, I was in San Antonio before that, before mm. all that.
1: You did a comeback.
0: I did a comeback. And you it's because fell in love. I fell in love with San Antonio. Gotcha. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I need to move back to that city. So I was at a point in my life where I wasn't in radio. Nothing was going on. And I just came back.
1: When did your person come into play? Like, did he have anything to do with your return?
0: No. Um, I met him when I came back. And now I'm like totally staying here. Oh, oh that it, person. That
1: uh-huh. person. <laughs> It, it sounds like it's just kind of in the come up but do you have any deal breakers when it comes to your your persons what would set you aside I'll give you an example so like Brandy Glanville from the Real Housewives was talking about the dudes that she slept with right And mm-hmm. she included Matt LeBlanc on that list yeah that she was ready to let him do what he was gonna do to her mm-hmm. but that he had an ice cream cone and he shared it with the dog and then he took the ice cream cone back uh, that's a deal breaker for me I feel like you're Kimmy you're likely to make out with your dogs
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> come here. No, no, but but you're like closer to your dogs. Yeah. So like our executive okay, producer, yeah. Lady Leslie, who is not with us today. Obviously, she's uh, producing from El Paso. But like her dog, remember her her she had what is it? The little thing, uh, the Schnauzer. No. You, I guess. It was it was like eight feet away from me, and I'm like, I'm sorry, I can smell her breath from here. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm freaking sorry, I can't do it. Are Are you good with that though? If If your person was like. Because uh, making out with her dog <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have cheese right and I then, have
0: cheese So cheese is, I'm not okay with sharing the ice cream and you like licking it back that's a little strange
1: what is cheese's breed
0: cheese is a bulldog he's Okay, like, and he's super slobbery so I need someone that's going to be okay with that
1: so if your person <laughs> was like sharing his slobs with cheese and then was like to I the mean, bit it,
0: it definitely wouldn't be time to like get down
1: yeah that's a deal breaker
0: Yeah, I also think a deal breaker for me, I get really grossed out if I see someone's booger.
1: Okay.
0: Or like, (laughs) if I see some shit like flying on their nose, I'm like, yeah, done. Do you tell
1: them though? Because I I do. Do you? Well, because I think it's courteous. Like, I'm like, hey, I do it. I've done it to you.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm like, you got a big old fucking. I
0: just immediately don't want to talk to you anymore. (laughs) You're like, bye, Bye." supper. She pushes the chow.
1: <laughs> so deal breakers, like I guess, because everybody has their list of standards, right? Uh-huh. Like uh, what they look for. And then I think um, the majority of them are unreasonable. Like there's this book that I really like. It's uh, Marianne Williamson and the, uh, the return, uh, return to Love. And she talks about how like, she, she's counseling like a woman, right? And then the woman's like, as her therapist like why am i attracted to these men and that the response in prayer would be well why are you attracted to them so instead of like what can you get out of another person in a relationship it would be well what do you have to offer like what do you bring to the table i think that that's kind of like the general uh whenever i want to check myself for deal breakers because deal breakers are like did you see bad bunny you have to have seen it it was 13 million oh, views yeah. where he's shaking his dick and on the instagram
0: oh yeah i did see that
1: <laughs> and it was enjoyable but is it a deal breaker if your person
0: is shaking his fucking wang everywhere on instagram i mean i don't think i would mind that i really i really don't even though my person chooses not to have social media if he did and he looked look like bad bunny like and he's is bad bunny and he's shaking it like that I'd be like, go for it.
1: Okay. So, but hypothetically, if your current person was like, it's time for social media, (laughs) it's time for social media. I want the world to see this, to see my freaking (laughs) tomato can or whatever.
0: (laughs) I mean, if it's something.
1: Does it alarm you in any way? Like, does it change the colors of the relationship?
0: No, because it's, it's what he wants to do. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Yeah, you got to accept them as they are.
0: Of course.
1: But it doesn't cause any and I'm only prying because you seem like a confident gal. It doesn't cause any insecurity or anything?
0: No. No, not at all. How do you
1: uh, how do you achieve that attitude and maintain it?
0: I think that you have to remember who the fuck you are. La más <laughs> bonita de la <laughs> It's honestly like falling in love with the person for who that person is. And I think that when you really do fall in love with that person and they are someone that would typically do that. Yeah. Yeah. Then that's who they are. That's who you love. Like, love that person just like that. That's why it's so important to be authentic when you meet someone and not pretend. Yeah. Like, it's so it's so important.
1: How do you get there, though? When you met him, were you like, this is just what we're going to do?
0: Um, When I met him, I immediately—I don't know—I—I I got like a flash of like we're gonna be together forever. Aww. I love him immediately, immediately, and he's not like that. He's more of a take it slow person, like you know. And you're like, get get on. I know he's all scared of me. <laughs> 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 I think that he was a little bit more weary and like very slow into moving into the relationship when I'm like, oh my God, I love you. Let's move in. All that. On yeah. the
1: second date.
0: Yeah. Yeah. On the second date. So that means,
1: okay. So obviously you're, you've been I'm married. Like, I love
0: you. <laughs> you're like, high. No,
1: me so much can i please re- do you remember this guy that guy that came oh, over that brought me? oh yeah. so i was okay so this guy came over it was f- it was good it was really good And when mm. he was leaving he's like i love you it was the first Whoa. fucking oh. meeting but that's a deal breaker
0: so how did you yeah. feel i was like
1: fucking bye!" <laughs> like go away what is this control yourself oh my God. If, <laughs> if you've been married twice this means that there were some deal breakers there do you yeah. mind me asking why those relationships came to an end?
0: Why they failed? Yeah. Okay. Um, well, the first You're like the bracelet bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Told you. <laughs> Told you.
1: <laughs> Look at it. But okay, but have you? Did you cheat? Have you been cheated on?
0: Um, I did not cheat, and I have. I I cheated when I was like in high school. Oh,
1: you still I, cheated.
0: And yeah, I was like, so you're a uh, cheater. I did cheat in high school. Okay. I remember getting caught by my boyfriend's both called me on a three-way
1: what yeah. both of them, I, both of they, them, got them. Got <laughs> they got together and y'all like they ended up
0: shirt. they freaking <laughs> they, mean girl
1: they called him and they're like you know what bro we're gonna party line her <laughs> right, well cause. they both
0: went to different high schools but they were playing in the same baseball team they just called me and they were like oh hey um so are you gonna meet me later and I'm like yeah totally <laughs> <laughs> ready for boom, sucky, sucky? and then my other boyfriend came on so you gonna meet him later right <laughs> Like oh They ambushed you they bad. I never cheated on someone again, though. <laughs> <laughs> Scars for life. No, Fidel. My my first marriage. I got married to someone very young. I was like nineteen. I think I was in my family and in Miami. A lot of people grow up really fast. Like my sister had a kid in sixteen, and I'm like, well, I guess I'm I'm like vieja at nineteen mm-hmm. with no kid, right? <laughs> it, that's what I thought. Yeah. And um, and I was going out with this guy for three years. It was going well, so I thought that was the next step.
1: Were you the same age?
0: No, he was like 11 years older than me.
1: You cheated on him?
0: No, I did not. I stopped cheating after high school, oh, yeah. coño. Since <laughs> so <she> you got ambushed. <laughs> that was... Pero, the... um, I think things changed once we got married. He became uh-huh. very jealous, and I started doing radio. And I remember doing um, the Video Music Awards. Yeah. And... He just became super jealous.
1: First and foremost, before you could, because I want to hear the the story about you, like you were on the carpet, right? Yeah. I, I think what people don't understand when it comes to radio is that naturally we're shiny. And so a lot of times when people come into our lives, it's like, is this sincere or do, what do they need me for? Who sent you? Yeah, who sent you? Um, yeah. Basically. But I think that's why we connect as radio people, because we understand uh, the integrity between us. And then the, like, thoughts of people outside. For sure. So you're 19 on this carpet.
0: Yeah, I'm living my best life. Interviewing Every celebrity you could think of, like, back then when, at, at that time, I was... Interviewing Fat Joe, I was interviewing like I remember the Johnny Knoxville was big at the time. Oh. I but intervie- that's super Shogi young, Knight. like yeah. that was crazy. Yeah,
1: like to have everyone, that. everyone
0: yeah. you could think of, Pharrell, um, everyone at the time, Beyonce. Ah. I didn't get to interview her, but she did pass by me. I was like, ah. <laughs> pero everyone. And were any
1: of them mean to you?
0: Yes. Mean to me. P. Diddy was mean to me. Oh, yeah. Ludacris
1: was mean <laughs> to me. What is he, he? You go first.
0: Okay. I was interviewing P. Diddy, and I remember he showed up with like eight escalades of security. I'm like, yeah. bro, it's not the <laughs> You're president. Like, ya <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he came in, and at the time, it was when the sidekicks were in style.
1: I was a shit on <laughs> <with my sidekick.
0: laughs> the sidekick. I thought, <laughs> 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 uh-huh. And then we were doing the interview live because at the time you didn't record interviews, you did them live. Yeah, yeah. So I was live on the radio and I asked him a question that wasn't a yes or no question. I forgot if it was like, What's your favorite thing about Miami or something like that? Yeah. And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like checking his sidekick, texting. Uh And I was like live. And I'm like, you know what, you guys? Um, Pete Diddy's handling business on the sidekick. So we're going to take a break and we'll come back with the interview. Oh, Oh my my God. He was so mad. He walked out the studio and was like, I'm not doing an interview with her. Um,
1: But like, if you're gonna be on your fucking phone, just being like, uh huh, uh -huh.
0: no, fuck you, PD. But but, but they know better. But the thing is that you have to know how to handle yourself too, because you're live. You know, at the time, like now, people record interviews, and it's. But I think. But you
1: handled yourself good. Like, fuck this guy. (laughs) I was literally telling one of the dudes at work that he was asking me for advice. Um, He's, you know, he wants to be on the air or whatever, and I was telling him that my biggest, like, I think, nugget of knowledge is how to recover. How do these people, because you can ask the questions. Yeah. yeah. You can be there and be confident and charismatic. What, if you're just yourself and you're, you know, chilling, but how do you recover in the event of a mistake? I, 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 I think you
0: did the right thing. Wow, what happened with ludicrous? No, what
1: Ludacris, it was a phone interview actually. I was answering phones at the time, so I was a baby, you know? And I got it, I'm like, oh, fuck, it's ludicrous, you know? So I'm like, hold on, let me go get the talent. So I came back and I'm like, they're on their way. And he's like, bro, I got a plane to catch. Can you fucking hurry up? Like, let's go. No. I'm like, I'm just this like I don't even what am I I'm sorry, Mr. Ludacris. Like, like, Mr. <laughs> <laughs> no no no, I was like, I was I was like, Mr. Chris. <laughs> <laughs> forgive I'm so sorry. <laughs> but he was fucked up you. Me. and you know who else was mean to me uh. fuck MC Magic <laughs> <laughs> and, fuck, and fuck what is it? Said. what is that pretty girl <laughs> but like the MB writers they were so fucked up to me but oh I think they God. knew that was the first interview I ever did so was maybe eighteen, and they knew, like yeah. they knew that that's what it was, and they kind of drilled me on the air. Okay. But like, oh well, where are they now?
0: Yeah, <laughs> you know who was mean to me too, Talia.
1: No, <laughs> no, but she seems kind of snobby. She what happened? She is. What happened? One
0: hundred percent. Well, I've interviewed her twice actually. The first yeah. time was in Miami, and yeah. that's when she was mean to me. Yeah. And I. Totally understand. It's a job, you know, yeah. to have to do every day. Yeah, it, Not every day is going to be perfect. I get it. But she was in such a bad mood, okay? <laughs> I was doing, I was filling in for the morning show. Yeah. And it was like 7 a.m., a 7 a.m. Yeah. interview. And she didn't have makeup on, so she didn't want to take not one picture Aww. and didn't want to have any phones in the studio mm. while she was there. Yeah. Like, at all, because, so, you know, you could see... The pure Thalia. Yeah, Ooh. señorismo. And I, I, I get it. Like
1: <laughs> She walked in, you're all... Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa.
0: <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. She was just like, no pictures, okay? And I was like, okay. okay. Like, I got the memo. Yeah. And we just did the interview and... She just didn't want to be there. She didn't want to answer the questions. She was very cold. I don't even think she looked at me, you know, like real. It was very intimidating, very like, oh God, you know? Mm, Yeah. But the second time I interviewed her in Chicago, she was all done up, and she was a whole different lady. <laughs> uh-huh, she was she like, she, yeah, plugged. but it was also in front of an audience. Like, we uh, had, like, a lounge like event. right now. Yeah, the live of course. Studio. The live studio. Shout, Shout out to, to the our live audience. studio hey. audience.
1: <laughs> so, the other one that, well, I had a couple more that were mean. I've already told these, but I'm already getting a, a signal to wrap up. Um, Jane Lynch was mean. I was interviewing her, and I was asking her about Glee, and she was like, do you not have any questions for me that are outside of Glee? No, I, I probably have it, but I was like, "You've only done glee." <gasps> uh, well, what do you want me to do? True. Like, what I do? The top of the list, though, the NB writers and M- MC motherfucking Magic. <laughs> they were so <laughs> shitty to me. <laughs> Fuck MC <laughs> Magic <laughs> and his stupid song. Like,
0: <laughs> I wanna
1: know. No, like, <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> Guys, I hate to cut the conversation oh short. God. You're going to have to come back, okay? We're, yeah. we're about ready to wrap thank up. Thank you
0: guys so much for having
1: me. No, no, no. Thank you for being here. Before we go, uh, Shakimi O'Neal wrote you a poem to say thank oh, you for what? being here.
0: Yeah. No.
1: Kimmy, when you're ready, you want me to count you down? Three, two, one. Welcome to the show, Shadia. With all that body
0: <laughs> Chronicles of Narnia. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: you have a big surprise for us. I hope it's big and juicy. Do you know what else is big and juicy? Hi, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> you stupid! I hate you! Welcome to the show. We're really happy that you're here. <laughs> you're an honorary soldier. Hey, thank you to our director of operations, Leslie and Shakimi O'Neal, and Shadia! Yay! <laughs>
0: la bonita de la unga.
1: <laughs> how about your social media one more time please
0: Instagram at everydayscatterday Twitter and TikTok at Shadi Crispo
1: and your secret's gonna happen within the next few weeks so make yes. sure that you hit follow, follow. be there because it's gonna be so uh-huh. good hey join the Facebook community we're on iTunes and SoundCloud and wherever fine podcasts are available Thank just you. search The Gay Army
0: cheers <laughs> to our girl, weekend
1: <laughs> hey it's Kimmy
0: I'm lady leslie
1: lady loser
0: shut up kimmy catch your favorite episodes before they're gone on itunes and soundcloud
1: running a live radio show is freaking expensive
0: and don't forget to like and subscribe and share it with your friends it's fun